Welcome back to Talking Chaos. I am Warlock Fred, and with me, as always, is... The Condor! <laughs> um, I'm really hoping the mic works well enough to, to not have that sound just bad. Uh, all right i mean he's playing with his sound right now so we're like we're still tweaking everything i know we're like 20 fucking episodes into this shit but 23 25 episodes in or some shit yeah yeah but um so in as always we would like to thank our patrons for their you know contributions um because this is only possible with them um if you'd like to join them and actually get the like full bush version of this the uncut as we would um please subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash talking chaos um, yep and our uh, our ten dollar and up tiers this the month of this recording as it was recorded the the you you get it we're totally we have no idea what we're saying um those patrons were ali s and mike s i believe am i mm-hmm. give me a thumbs up yeah okay cool that'd be correct I got two thumbs, fucking Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> you guys didn't get to see the thumbs, but it's okay. I did. Um, what are we talking about today, Fred? So today we're going to talk about, and as shitty as this sounds, we're going to talk about work. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, ooh. But the reason I say work is because work can be like the 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 humorous like the ridiculous rules that you get or like the the horrible boss that you have or the fuck like we all have employee that you have to work with yeah yeah exactly like so and that's the thing that leads me up to this we were actually just literally just talking about this like you had mentioned at one of your previous like we both had a very colorful work or employment history Okay, by that he means that we could not keep a job. <laughs> I mean, all right, that's unfair. Maybe I I'm could... speaking for myself, okay, but I'm just saying when you say <laughs> colorful work history to any employer, that means okay, no, none of these uh, jobs on this resume are going to be longer than two years. <laughs> that's not wrong, other than my my current, current employer. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say. I knew that that was the case. Well, uh, I mean, but but the military, like, it, it snags onto you and it holds onto you for fucking like four to six years initially, and then and you kind of got a great it. retirement plan, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, if you hit twenty, if if it makes you feel any better, audience, I'm unemployed right now <laughs> as of the recording of this episode. So, uh, woo. <laughs> I don't have a lot of uh, current things to talk about work, but I have past stories for sure. And um, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for stories. We don't need to, we don't care about what you for currently have. I mean, granted, it'd be great if you had a job, but <laughs> I've done some crazy things while I've been at work. Um, there's definitely some stories. What do you, do you, you have, are you, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll let you lead this one in. Um, Okay, the one of the craziest stories that I have was also one of the first jobs that I managed to hold for longer than a few months. Okay. And I was working at a mom and pop pizzeria and it was like eleven o'clock at night. We had just closed. I think it was a Sunday. Might have been yeah, it sounds right. Sunday, Monday maybe. Weekday close. Eleven o'clock. 
Weekends was 1 a.m. So typical routine for this particular pizza shop after close <laughs> was to start rolling some stuff. <laughs> Oregano. <laughs> Doobies. <laughs> uh, we, we put the oregano in the oven that was cooling off so that it didn't smell like doobies. <laughs> little pinch of garlic salt. It just smelled like cooking from down the street. You couldn't tell. <laughs> but on this particular evening, things were a little different. Um, my boss at the time started handing out what to me looked like a very fine powder. It wasn't as fine as I guess I'm implying. It was a coarsely ground powder, really. But it was dried up mushrooms who of the hallucinogenic variety um oh boy. Po- poopy shrooms for, <laughs> for some people <laughs> it depends on how they were grown really um i, I wouldn't I, know i'm i must have been like 19 right maybe maybe 20 maybe and he starts giving this out to other employees and, and some friends that always come over when we close his friends. So there's like five of us in here. So, so I have to ask, is this your first time? Yes. Mushrooms? Yeah, it's about to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be. So I, I get really excited and I'm like, where's mine? Like you, you're handing this out to everybody. Like I'll give you money. <laughs> I know what the drill is. <laughs> this shit ain't free. Not for men. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ladies don't get any ideas. Um, but at the same time, we all know that you get shit for free all the time. Right, right, right. So not to be misogynistic, but truthful. So he gives me like a quarter size pile on my hand and I just lick my hand basically and just swallow this in this this coarsely ground dried up mushroom nonsense concoction yes yeah yeah wasn't really mixed with anything so I wouldn't call it a concoction but it was like I don't know like a remedy I guess for my day why, why, why you gotta ruin my fucking word because <laughs> it was inaccurate um so like it wasn't enough to like create what I would call visuals. Instead, colors just popped. Um, pupils are wider. Your your light intake is more. So that makes sense. Everything seemed more vibrant. For sure. And I was uh, stimulated. Heart, not racing, but definitely uh, stimulated. Like I said, accelerating compared to usual. <laughs> <laughs> So it's been a couple of hours, maybe maybe an hour and a half, and I'm really starting to feel it. It's like 12.30, 12.45. And my boss goes, are you ready to make those pizzas? I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, we got that delivery going out to that factory at 2 a.m. <laughs> and my my jaw drops to the floor. I'm like... On the verge of hallucinating, probably on drugs that I absolutely should not be behind, be behind the wheel with, um, <laughs> whatever. So is everybody else, including him. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like five or six people in the span of just about an hour slammed out like 22 pizzas and we Damn. all delivered them caravan style in five vehicles, which I realize now is completely unnecessary. It probably only would have taken a couple. Probably only needed like one, maybe two. But I was the first to show up to this factory and there's a guy waiting at the door and he had to have thought I was insane because of how I showed up. I got like seven pizzas in my hands. <laughs> like, where do you want these, man? <laughs> Dude, I really need to set these down. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, and that's, that, what, like, how am I alive? Those are stories that I have that I'm like, what the fuck? How how did that happen? Why did that happen? <laughs> More the how are you not like behind bars under hallucinogenic mushrooms? You got arrested, fucking getting pulled over. Oh yeah, like or or worse, like why? What, what was what was the what drive was over going? there like? Fuck man, like <laughs> it was. It, I I remember realizing that i was taking in too much information while i was driving i was behind the wheel looking at everything <laughs> which is really not what you're supposed to do you're supposed to be mostly looking in front of you <laughs> I, I i was gonna say i'd like to add boys and girls please for, for the love of god don't do mushrooms or any other hallucinogenic drugs and drive a motor vehicle frankly I, mean, I think you if you've got too much caffeine in your system you shouldn't go behind the wheel um really yeah dude heart palpitations and shit what if you have like a coronary and you fucking crash into somebody shit can then happen that's how you go i i don't know that's, I don't, that's whatever um <laughs> yeah no i'm definitely not advocating that anybody ever do this don't the worst part is this would not be the last time that I drove on hallucinogens. <laughs> That's another story for another time that is not work-related. Um, but you, what are you, craziest shit that's ever happened to you at work? You, can you top that story? Oh, no, I can't. Like, I, I've not been somewhere where they're just fucking handing out shrooms at the end of the shift. Um, <laughs> that, that will before not Before other be. work, before OT, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, before overtime? Fuck. Like, I mean, so for me, like, I, all right. I had a guy that I worked with that, and for lack of a better term, he was a, he was a little person. Like, like a, I guess a, a midget, if you want to, like, I mean, it that's, depends. That's inappropriate. We don't yeah. use that really? term on this. Really? We, we don't play. Fucking, <laughs> really? I drove on fucking hallucinogenic mushrooms, asshole. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could get away with it. <laughs> no, no, no. And, um, but like I, I distinctly remember. So at, at the time, I was working at a um, a factory that where we made l literally like lunch line, like the hot wells at lunch line, at lunch okay, lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like where they like serve the hot, yeah. yeah, the hot food that like. Well, like I mean, even like where you put your tray on to scoot it over to the next place. Oh, the rails too, and everything. Right, yeah, right. Like I was working at a at a factory that made those, which is fucking ridiculous. First of all, um, but this, Somebody's but this, make everything. Yeah, absolutely. And um, 
but this guy was like, oh yeah, this is a great job and blah, 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 like going on about like how he loved his job so much. And I was like, you are like 110 right now, dude. I need you to like, we're on, we're on the clock. I need you to lower it to like 60%. Like (laughs) (laughs) your enthusiasm is making me want to kill myself with one of these parts in front of me. Like it's not enthusiasm, (laughs) not kill myself, but like your enthusiasm is making me want to (laughs) quit. But like, and what's even better is he's going on about what great benefits this job has and everything is a union and everything. And I'm like, I mean, I'm a summer hire. I'm going to be here for like 89 days so they don't have to pay me unemployment. And then I'm joining the military after this. So it's really not that big of a deal. Like I'm going to go do bigger, better. But he, but he was so adamant about like, oh, this is fucking great. And it was it, <laughs> like, and it sounds like this guy like worked in HR and he was way too excited about his job. So they were like, listen, buddy. <laughs> we might think you'd be more qualified on the line. <laughs> <laughs> but he just but never left that headspace. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that this dude wasn't like drinking on the job type shit. Like he was fucking lit all the goddamn time. Like I, we ended up going to his house, hanging out with him, like at his house, drinking and whatnot. And like he was the same way drunk as he was, like what I would assume is sober at work. So I'm assuming that he might have just been fucking lit at work. Like that. That's really where I was at with that one. Like, and it's like, dude, you have like you're pulling in almost twenty bucks an hour. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. That was kind of why I was worried about talking about this episode and like this topic is because I've been lit most of my jobs. Um, so I don't remember a lot of what happened <laughs> while I was there. It's kind of so, a benefit to having been pretty stoned while you're working. So, so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is you, you went into work and day one was you were lit. And so standard baseline pro um, fucking personality was this is who I am. Yeah, like, no matter what I look like, I'm always going to sound like this. Like, our listeners understand. They probably have a pretty fair image of what I look like in their heads. (laughs) That's okay. That's totally okay. I'm completely fine with that. The problem is... He's not in mom's basement, ladies and gentlemen. He's, in fact, in his bedroom from 12 years old. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, I could I could resist that throw. <laughs> Cuts way too deep. I, I just <laughs> want to let you know, like I'm not over it. Um, we still love you, Condor. I'm like my, you bruise my pride, man. Fucking a. Um, <laughs> Get a real job, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. What's what was your dream job? I mean, Did you ever I think have we, a dream job? We discussed this a little bit in the Turning Thirty episode, but my dream job was to be some secret spy that worked for like. <laughs> the cia or some shit which was fucking christ (laughs) just sounds like the most outlandish shit in the world like and it was but the problem was is that as as the person i am now like my parents told me like when i was a child like you can be anything you want to be like just believe in yourself and do hard work thinking they can be santa claus and that's not cool i mean my (laughs) wife thought she could be a dolphin what dead ass like she i mean granted she was six years old <laughs> still but like 
<laughs> no, no, no. Her parents told her, like, hey, you can be anything you want to be. And she's like, all right, I'm going to be a fucking dolphin. <laughs> Listen, I love your wife. You know what? We'll have this conversation another time. Maybe when she's on an episode again. But it's just one of the... Suddenly, I find myself thinking, like, there ain't even black dolphins. Like, it's not even... <laughs> I know it's not okay. <laughs> Let's be fair; she'll still kick your ass. <laughs> Goddamn right, scares the shit out of me. Glad she's a couple states away. Um, <laughs> Josh, right. what's did you, you were talking about the ridiculous rules you had at one of the jobs you had? Yeah, yeah, I uh, the dress code. The best part, yeah, nobody saw us. Um, so I, I, let's let's the dress code was kind of ridiculous. It's the most. Let, let's start the off with highest, the job you had. No, no, no. I no? Okay. Dress code, yeah. Right, the highest right. standard of dress code that I've ever had at any job. We had to wear um, collared, button-up, long sleeve shirts. We had to wear khakis. We had to uh, definitely wear belts. They wanted us, they urged us to wear black socks, but it wasn't mandatory. I remember that in the meeting. Somebody <laughs> asked, like, is it mandatory? And they were like, no, but it's highly suggested. And I was highly like, highly encouraged. Yeah, yeah. I don't like how they said that. Like, it's highly encouraged. Like, there would be repercussions. Repercussions? <laughs> Reperc- repercussions? Repercussions. I'm just messing up on purpose Jeez. now. <laughs> no, uh, and um, you had to wear dress shoes. Um, I wore black ones. They were borderline not dress shoes. <laughs> I remember somebody asking me, like, are those dress shoes? And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, <laughs> but they're just as easily could, could not have been. Um, it was a call center. <laughs> <laughs> like, so nobody nobody's saw us. None of our customers saw us. You're not like some sales dude out on the road, like, not seeing customers at all. Like, right. Fucking... cashier at a restaurant or a fucking hostess somewhere no i was at a call center of all places and i'm like what's the logic here is it that like you think that we're going to be more professional if we're dressed more professional because i think of this as just a pain in the ass every 40 like for 45 minutes every day i gotta like make (laughs) myself look all prim and proper which i can't pull off personally definitely (laughs) not at 30 i could barely do it at 22 you know why they made you dress up the way they did? So they didn't ship your job off to India. I don't and know. I know that that is blatantly racist of me, and I didn't need to say that, but I felt the need to. I just thought of like how much cooler they would feel if they had to dress up. For Americans, it's a pain in the ass. For somebody else in another country, it's like, it's so cool. They make me dress up every day. <laughs> <laughs> I dress like I'm going to a funeral every day. <laughs> yeah, that sounded way too Russian. And like, I, frankly, if you're Russian, it's like odd if you're not at a funeral every day, right? Like, is that <laughs> part of it? <laughs> just sounds right. Just sounds appropriate. Uh, Vlad, um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> worst coworkers. Worst coworkers. Uh. So, <clears throat> all right. This is actually going to be at my last station. I was in, I was in, like I was in the military at this time. And um, one of the guys decided he wanted to go on a, like, for lack of a better term, racist rant. 
like why is affirmative action a thing like literally like going off and like solid yeah and like people in his office are like kind of ignore like slightly engaging in the like dude you're kind of offensive like like we're gonna engage you in the like argumentative like you're a fucking dumbass type shit and um and to annoy i imagine yeah well they they were pretty much being trolls like real life trolls not like internet trolls <laughs> but um i'm like and the funny thing is, is i'm in their office simply because i have to fix this guy's like computer like that that's my objective in here like that's it and he decides of all things to go oh like like and ask me like hey fred like this is like like what do you think like am i right like type thing like buddy buddy type shit and i was and i looked at him and i was like and i didn't say a thing i just went back to work like clearly made eye contact and then went back to work and he was like oh i guess like if i don't have a mixed race kid i can't like if i did adopt a mixed race kid like and like went off and so like i fixed oh his on the floor right now oh, yeah twice it's happened yeah, so uh, wow yeah. appropriate this well one so in the branch i'm in um zero like racism is a zero tolerance thing two he was higher ranking than me like reasonably so like had gone to like different classes and everything to achieve the rank he had and whatnot and so i finished his computer stood up looked him dead in the fucking eyes and said no you and your white ass you your your white ass your white ass fucking wife even if you adopted a fucking mixed child wouldn't understand the racism that me and my wife go through because you wouldn't have to go to fucking walmart and be called a goddamn nigger lover when i'm fucking walking through walmart and these people are just having a regular ass conversation but you don't know you don't understand what the fuck's going on but you, you know you and your white pride shit can go fuck yourself drop mic walked out the room now mind you this in any other circumstance had i just like off the cuff said this to somebody would have absolutely gotten me paperwork i probably would have fucking got demoted for this shit but because he initiated it with his racist rant he can't say shit without me going to the fucking um like eo people like the equal opportunity people and being like hey so this racist fuck did this he was talking about this i'm gonna fucking have his ass fucking gone Right, he hit me below the belt here. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but like he brought up, he instigated this conversation within the workplace. Mm-hmm. Somewhere where you are absolutely, like at the branch I'm in, zero tolerance. Like you bring it up, you're there are fucking- very, very few places in this world, in this country now, where you would work, where any of that would be acceptable. Exactly. And so like lit him up, fucking left, and he, he had nothing. He could not do anything because he knew that if he fucking came for me, like, I'm going to give you paperwork, I'm going to get you in trouble or whatever the fuck it was. Like, yeah, I'm going to turn this up to leadership and they're going to remove you from the military. Like, your career will be gut done. They will remove you out. Like, that's the craziest coworker I've had to fucking deal with, which is fortunate and unfortunate at the same time. Yeah, I, I don't have a story that can beat you, so I don't have a story. I mean, we all have stories, so like it doesn't matter that I you can't can beat remember me. any of my coworkers. Like, <laughs> I've always gotten along with most of them because you I were stoned. Coworker story, but I can't tell you one that's horrendous. 
I mean, I'm not asking for one that's horrendous. If it's a humorous one, we can go with that oh, route. Man, it's absolutely hilarious. Then go with it. Cause... At the time I was working at a, a meat factory, we were producing um, various different types of long tubular sausages. Absolutely. <laughs> we, called, we called them chubs. It was hilarious. So um, one of the things that we did, he's still laughing about the chubs. <laughs> like... <laughs> like 30 years old damn chubs is making you laugh that hard look i need you to understand i don't care if you're fucking like if you're a man like if i may real quick if you're a man i don't care if you're 30 if you're fucking 60 if you're any like if you're goddamn 80 somebody makes a dick joke it's fucking funny yeah absolutely (laughs) well there's more to to go back to like 12 years old hold on it gets better oh god so it's a thursday and one of the things that we have to do is we have to make uh five pound sausages they're about this big and there's it's a three-person line you've got somebody who's uh the operator they're uh, basically making sure that the sausage gets cut in the appropriate length at the appropriate weight then there's somebody that's boxing them, and then there's somebody that's taking those boxes and they're palleting them. So, so you have a measurer, somebody who packs it away, and somebody who box, yeah, like yeah. puts it on a pallet. Like yeah, I got the you. First person serves it up. Like quality control. Yeah, yeah. They're checking for um, like met, met, metal and like redumping products back into the because sometimes you get clips that get stuck. Okay, running product from yesterday, especially leftover stuff that didn't mm -hmm. make it in, you might get little metal clips, and so you can you dig them out, you run the product back through. If it if it none of the metal detectors go off, it like you continue to pump the product into the tubular quality control. You know, measuring and making sure it's of the right weight, diameter, and variety. I got you. Right. So an operator, a catcher slash boxer, and then a palleter. So. It's a mostly male environment because it's a meat factory. We've got one female on our team, and it's this Amazonian uh, princess. <laughs> it, the most beautiful dark skin I've ever seen. Like, she was gorgeous. Slender body. So, so she's right up my alley. I got you. She's fucking good looking broad. <laughs> and, uh, her name was, well. Misogynistic yeah. as fuck, but we go with it. Do you want me to say her name? Because I won't say <laughs> her full name. First name's fine. Fuck it. Her name was Luana. Okay. Amazonian princess named Luana. It's it's Condor, Steve, Chad. Like for real. These are the <laughs> my team members. Forrest. Um <laughs> I'm not even joking. Juan, Jorge were team members. And then we had uh uh Dustin. Okay. <laughs> apart from the two obviously hispanic guys these are the whitest kids in the world (laughs) so chad's the team leader we're doing the team meeting before shift and he goes uh uh condor you're gonna be on line two um forest i'm gonna have you on forklift as usual you're driving and then he's he's dumping out positions right Mm -hmm. frequently we weren't doing the same thing all the time because it's too much strain on particular parts of your body you want to mix it up so yeah, yeah, yeah. have like ergonomic problems job rotation got you he looks Luana dead in the face and he goes Luana you're gonna be catching sausage all day <laughs> <laughs> none of us standing in a circle even she laughed her fucking ass off <laughs> <laughs> most hilarious shit I ever heard on the job and it wasn't on purpose it wasn't like Chad realized what he said like he didn't he didn't like set it up 
Mm-hmm. He, he laughed the hardest because he was like, oh my God, that was almost borderline <laughs> sexual harassment. <laughs> Good thing HR is not here. Right, right. Somebody was gone. I think it was Juan. And Juan was usually catching sausage because he was stellar at it. He fucking knew what, what was up. I know what it sounds like. I'm not implying anything about Juan. I'm just trying to say that like, it, it was it was fucking brilliant. And she caught sausage all day that day um we're gonna wrap it up for the trimmed portion of uh today's episode i think uh mm-hmm. i have no idea how long this episode is right now we're we're in mysterious times um <laughs> i don't know to find out what other ridiculous shit happened on or during or or around the workplace for uh for Warlock and myself, check out the full bush at patreon.com slash talking chaos. Uh, this episode has probably, I want to say, a solid half an hour more content every time we release. Roughly, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Between 20 minutes and like, you know, 45 an hour. It depends, really. Right. So it's, it's this episode plus almost another episode attached to it uh it's for what What was the price point again on that if i remember correctly our ten dollar and up patrons get it right ten dollar and twenty five dollar tier yes so if you want to listen to what we have to say in the next uh half hour or so um check us out on there <laughs>